This is Joe's Corner 76. I'm talking to you about the human condition. In order to change it, we have to be engaged. Democracy. Is it the best system? What do you think about it? I've looked at the last couple of elections in Canada. I've looked at the federal election. Only about 66% of the people voted. So, the government you got was a, gov a minority government and I've looked at the Ontario election, only 43% of the people voted and you ended up with a majority government. One of the first key things that came to mind is all of the eligible voters did not vote. They have used the phrase it doesn't really matter. My vote doesn't count. I can't make a difference. Well, you know, that's why we end up with the mixed bag of politicians and policies that we've got. Because you are not involved. You don't vote. I'd like you to first think about, is your vote worth something? If you look at the number of ridings that have been won by a couple of hundred votes, you'd be surprised. Probably the candidate you might have favored could have won, but you sat at home. Is this democracy that we live in worth voting for? I think you should think about a few things. This is a country where you live in freedom, you can practice religion, you can be employed, you have a freedom of expression, at least so far. You're able to think for yourself. A government's not telling you what to think, how to think, and when to think. And a government can be tossed out by you simply by going to the polls and voting. And if you do vote, you can get a change if more people do vote. What are the benefits of a democracy? Well, the first thing is freedom. Freedom of movement, freedom of expression, freedom of religion, freedom from tyranny. And you say, okay, democracy does seem inefficient in a way, but it sure is hell better than a lot of the rest. You can take a look at a country like Venezuela. It was a well-functioning democracy but it went down the socialist route. Then it became a socialist dictatorship. It used to have a wealthy middle class. Now, it's not doesn't even classify as a banana republic. People can't afford stuff. If you look at Cuba, they have elections, but all you can do is vote for the same person. Same for China, same for North Korea, same for Russia. These people can only be put out by guns and people overthrowing them. Here you can change the government. Here you live in such relative prosperity compared to the rest of the world. But I wonder, do you value it? I think if it were up to me, I'd actually find people who don't vote. Because wherever I go, whomever I talk to, a lot of people when I talk to them, they say, 
This should be changed with the government. That should have been done. This should have been done. Why don't they do this? And the question that I've asked many of them is, have you voted? And there's a fair number that say no. So I say, really, you've given up your right to express yourself. You've given up your right to have the kind of country you want. You've given up your right to change the government. You've given up your right as a free person to express and use one of the most valuable privileges that we can have in this world. Democracy is a fragile, very fragile thing. It can be lost very easily. If you just look at Ukraine, it actually was a working democracy. It's fighting for its life. And we don't have to do that right now. We have a lot of problems. We have people talking about this politically correct stuff, racism, indigenous people, political change, climate change, carbon tax. But all of these are being pushed by a minority government backed up by another minority party that wasn't elected to run. I'd like you to take a moment and say to yourself, is democracy worth it? Does it really do anything for me? Have I got anything to gain by living like they do in North Korea, communist China, in Russia, and other places like that? If you think that's the kind of system well, perhaps you should go there, but if in reality you say, hey, I didn't realize I had it so good, I'm going to do something that I haven't done in a long time. I'm going to look at who's running, I'm going to look at the issues, I'm going to inform myself, and I'm going to go out and vote. You would be surprised what your vote can do when you multiply it by the number of people who haven't voted, we might end up with a government that truly represents the majority of the people, not a majority of the minority. Change can only happen if you're involved. Change can only come about if you want it to. But please remember, if you don't vote, if you don't value democracy, if you don't value the freedom to change a government by ballot, please, do me a favor. Stop bitching. You haven't been involved. You haven't voted. You've left it to certain parties who get their votes out and they become the government even though you don't want them, even though they weren't elected by the majority, and a lot of you don't even like the policies that they process and discuss, and actually implement. And if you look at what's happening to Canada today, with carbon taxes, with gun laws, with controls on the press, you might want to say, hey, are we going down that slippery slope to a socialist state where mother government knows what's best for us, mother government knows what we need to think, Mother government tells us where, when, and how to do what they want. If you don't 
want that kind of situation. You have got to think about your democracy. You've got to exercise your vote. You have got to say, this country, this system, this freedom is worth a vote. I don't have to fight for my life like they do in Ukraine for it. Please, take something that's very precious, that so few in the world have, and exercise it. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can hear me on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Radio Public, and YouTube at Joe's Corner 76.